Hey, what's up guys? Uh, I want to talk about if you're going to start this outsourced accounting practice. Now I help other businesses, but I like talking about this accounting practice. If you want to start your own accounting practice, I keep getting messages on our channel here and uh, I get phone calls too from guys that work in their in a practice, right? They currently work in an accounting and tax firm and they really like the idea. They might even be in a big four accounting firm. They really like the idea of... Uh, of doing their own firm. They like the idea of this outsourced accounting model. And, you know, they always ask me the same thing. How do you get started? How do you actually jump out of the current boat that you're in, going down, you know, the financial river, and how do you get and start your own boat? How do you create your own machine? How do you... Because it's not easy, right? So you're working in one business. You have a non-compete, right? You can't go do taxes for other people while you work in a tax firm. That's probably the biggest problem. So how do you, what's the first step that you take to get in position to have your own business to, to, to start your own practice? Well, um, I've got some advice about this. First of all, I, w- I would recommend that you, the first thing you do is you start working on your business plan, start working on your business name, get your website all done and totally set up, get your business name, get the website set up, get your social media set up, actually launch it, right? Um, But maybe just don't put your name to it yet. Get everything up and start curing and start writing and developing your business plan. Um, And, you know, I I value action way over planning, right? Action and, and getting stuff done and taking action is what starts entrepreneurship. It's the thing, it's the difference between me and you, right? But how did I take my first action in entrepreneurship was I got fired. I got fired from the church that I was working at. Actually, I worked at Best Buy for a long time. Um, and then I, I was asked to come and be on staff at Eagle Brook Church up in Minneapolis here. And that was going pretty well when I had one supervisor. I was a little headstrong, a little bullish. You know, I, I'm a much better consultant and, and entrepreneur than I was employee at a church. And um, I ended up getting fired and let go. And out of that, I got recruited by somebody to come into the financial services world and found out that that's not a job, that's a business. And, and you know, everything changed from there. But it took the hard discipline and luckily God provided every step of the way. So what I need you to know is that what I would recommend in a perfect world is start planning, open your website, open the Google My Business account, get it all up and going, work on a little logo, get your tagline done, you know, get everything up and running, but just don't put your name on it, right? So get it up and running so that it's there so that by the time you intersect with anybody, you have the place to go get a Google review the second you work for yourself. You can go have your your uh, your fellow co-workers and other clients go and review you to show that you do good work. So again, this is for people that work in a current firm. The first step is get your plan down, get your messaging down, open up your digital platforms. Just don't put yourself on there, right? Um, but make it. So it'll be different if it's your last name, you know, uh, Knutes and accounting. It'll be a little bit different, but get all that open. That would be the first step. The second thing that I would do, you got to build up a little bit of cash. You got to get ready to, uh, to build some margin. But more importantly, here's what you've got to do. You need to sober up. You need to make sure you're not drinking. You need to make sure you're not partying. You need to make sure that if you want to open your own practice, doggone it, you better start building margin into your life now. You need to save up cash. And and I'm going to hit kind of hard on this and I'm going to rant for a little bit. So just forgive me. But alcohol destroys your ability 
to use margin time wisely, okay? Now, I'm an alcoholic. I quit drinking. I go not a drop. I wasn't like a super dysfunctional drinker. It's just I like to catch a buzz. And back when I used to do that, what that does is it you use your margin finances and your margin time in the evening to go hang out and just have some beers with the buddies or whatever that is. And the next morning, you're never you're never at your optimal. I have found that the people that start their own businesses do not get drunk. They do not go catch a buzz. They do not screw around with alcohol at all. It's almost uniquely, it's a unique factor. Or if they do, they really got it down to the one specific place where they do it. Successful entrepreneurs and people who start something from nothing, who who launch off from their own business to start their own business, they do not allow themselves to have their margin time, their margin finances, their margin mental thinking time get consumed by addictions of any sorts. They don't play video games. That'd be the other thing. And I mean this nicely, but put the Xbox down, put your PC down, quit playing video games, quit drinking, quit smoking weed if you are. So if you're young and you're a student, if you really are about your future and you want to plant a seed so that you can have the most equitable path to stupid amounts of wealth, you got to quit being a child. And you need to stop drinking. You need to stop doing that stuff. And I'm speaking from experience here that it just, in its best form, like even if you're a good drinker and it doesn't impact your life very much, um, at minimum, it will just sap up finances and it saps up your extra mental energy. And it produces, I would say, it produces a, a new little desire for you. So even if you're not a person of faith, you don't believe that your desires cause temptations and temptations usually get corrupted by sin. Um, and then that causes you to just go off in life, right? I, that's what I believe. You at least have to admit by putting a new desire in front of yourself, a desire to just kick back and have some beers, all of a sudden, you don't kick back and grab your notebook and write. You don't kick back and make YouTube videos. You know how much how much time I put in to building websites for myself and for my my clients. I mean, I work my butt off all the time, and you don't have that margin thinking and clarity and the margin energy to put towards that. It's kind of like doing homework. You can't do good homework when you're hungover. You can't do it if you're even tired. You have to take your your prime thinking and put it towards that. And at minimum, you have a sideways desire that will get in the way. It's kind of like why people say, you know, don't get a girlfriend um, if if you want to be about your sports or if you want to be about your business, if you want to go make money, don't have a girlfriend. Why? Because it's just a sideways desire. That's not to say it's it's morally wrong like that's a, I'm not saying that I'm saying it's unhelpful you have to identify the things in your life that are not helping you get to where you want to go now this is a mindset thing and I hate how the gurus hit on this and they you know if you just set your mind on the desire think about the money if you think it and say it out loud you'll get it no bull crap but what it does do is if you eliminate sideways desires particularly what I think are sinful desires um and habits and you get rid of them so that you can put your margin time, your margin thinking, and you can sit down and do the work to plan and to get ready, you'll see that you'll be you'll you will be able to start creating plans, right? So get your website up, get everything up and going. But the second thing to get your your yourself prepared is you have to give yourself a ton of margin time, margin thinking, margin energy. And the way you do that is you have to quit playing around playing games quit playing video games or, or only play them a little bit. Like I only watch stupid TV 
after like 11 o'clock, when I've put my kids to sleep, I've worked all day, I've even worked at night, I go in and do stuff, I'm checking, like not, I work my butt off. And as soon as stupid or stupid time only shows up late at night before I go to bed, right? Like that's when I watch Stephen Crowder, I watch, I watch, I don't watch normal TV, I watch YouTube, right? That's when I sit down and just let my brain open up and, and have that leisure time. But up until then, I'm busting my butt, I'm taking care of work, right? you do that, you'll be in position. Um, so quit playing games, create margin time, get your website ready. When you do that, you're going to be set. And then here's, here's what you got to do. Take all the, all your coworkers, all the clients you're helping at your current firm, everybody who trusts you, that knows that you're doing a good job, that, that, that would say, you know what? I might not bring my business to you right away. Cause I want to see how this works, but I trust you in this moment. I trust you professionally. What you need to do is you need to capture that. You need to capture that probably through a Google review in an honest way. Like you don't have to have them lie about your Google review and say, oh, I did business with Rob when they didn't. But you can you can say, hey guys, I opened up my Google review. I was wondering, would you go on there and just frame up that you've worked with me for the last five years at this firm and that I've done a great job and that you trust me as I move forward? And, and start building up some credibility on your Google My Business. I would also say get a headshot and do some testimonials. I, I talk about this in your website. You'll want to set that up and have a little place where there's a, a very shortened testimonial that just talks about the benefit or the character, whatever it is. So that would be the next thing I would do is start building up on the background, um, building up this your, your professional reputation. Now, some of you might not have any of that yet. And I would say, you know, starting a business... When, you're, when you don't have professional experience, it's really hard. You're just going to have to get reps under your belt. Um, now, if you aren't working at a firm or if you don't have a non-compete and you can do this, I would say start performing a tax return for people on the side. You know, Start doing that kind of thing so you can get some reps under your butt. But here's the final advice. Um, if you want to be able to launch and get going, you're going to have to ride this non-compete pretty close, right? You're going to have to you're going to take your hands off of one steering wheel and put it on another. Just so you know, I'm driving down here. I just have my arms down here, so don't freak out. Um, but what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to start building relationships and start networking. So networking is really annoying. And, you know, most of my videos, one of the core keywords that people search are work from home bookkeeping business. Folks, good paying clients are not going to come to you unless you do in-person prospecting or you create content like this, okay? Because there's a million tax accountants, there's a million people out there. You need to build connections with business owners. You need to at least intersect with business owners. So that's gonna be the last thing. You have to start intersecting with business owners and learning about them and networking with them and just finding out about them. And don't do a gotcha, don't go slime them. But um, if you do those things, if you start your, your planning, get your planning, your website, your Google My Business, your Facebook, your Instagram, your YouTube channel, your Twitter account, you know, get your business name lined up, get a logo, start investing in that and getting that on the launch it. Like just don't put your name on it, right? Trust me, you open up a website, ain't nobody gonna find it until <laughs> you do something. So it's not like you're gonna get in trouble from your boss that you're running that, right? Just have it open. Um, the second thing is you gotta you gotta create margin in your life financially and mentally and physically. So you gotta quit playing games. You gotta quit screwing around with drinking. You gotta quit playing video games, or at least just do the video games late at night when it's mindless time. But you have to start taking your you have to build margin financially and and with your mind so that you can start getting ready. 
And then I'd say the third thing is, is that you need to start networking and building relationships with business owners. So how do you do that? I've got another video about that. Go to BNI and visit BNI. Every time you go to a BNI, we'll get into that. You can visit BNI, go to the Chamber of Commerce. Just start meeting business owners. Um, start going to networking in groups. You can just call on people too and be like, hey man, um, I'm thinking of starting my own business. Can I buy you coffee and just learn about it? I'm going to be an accountant and I'd love to hear what your experience of an accounting firm has been. They'll take a free lunch. Go buy people lunch. Do something like that. Anyways, hopefully that helps you get started so that you can take your hands off of one wheel and put it on the next and get going. God bless, guys. Good luck with everything. Take care.